gentlemen, and welcome back to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. We are honored that you've taken time out of your day to sit back and relax, learn some amazing things, meet some another amazing individual that we had the opportunity to talk to, and Don, I hope we've got some new wisdom. My name is Stacey Johnston. I'm honored to be here with you and equally as honored to sit beside my co-host, as always, Cassie Holland. How are you? I am doing great this morning. I really wish that Mother Nature would get her game together because it needs to be hot or cold, but I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. We've been from 90 to 70 to 90, back to 70. Got a lot of wind blowing here, too, so I get that. I get that need for a thing. So, you know, Cass, we talk over and over every time we do these shows. We talk about our intrigue. We talk about the fun of meeting people. But what's something that you feel like your life has gained? from these conversations that we have with all these people from around the world? It has given me confirmation that there is room. Right? There is room for you. There is room for your idea. There is room for... There is a place for everything. And you can do anything. Right? It has really opened my eyes to that concept. When you're a little kid, you go to school and people are like, oh, you know, are you going to be a doctor or a lawyer or a policeman or a a nurse or whatever? But it just proved to me that you can do all kinds of things and be equally successful. Amen. I mean, you know, for me, it has filled the the void. I'm a people person. I like people. I like to be around them. I like to, to experience growth and see it and watch people shine and I enjoy that energy. I really missed that the last couple of years and all the things that society has walked through the last couple of years. So I really feel like it's kept me connected. It's kept me in that place where I get to meet amazing people, have amazing conversations. I think on Monday what we talked about, we went to six different regions of the world and never left our living room. I think yeah. that's the coolest thing ever. It was like a total blessing for me. Um, <clears throat> I love it. And thank you for taking the time out of your day, homeschooling your children, <clears throat> your, your business that you learn, all the things that you do. And still you take time out of your day to join me for this, and I appreciate it. Thank you. So if you're ready, without further ado, let's bring in our guest today. Let's get this conversation rolling. Let's do it. All right. We have a beautiful lady joining us today named Carol Fout. Good morning, Carol. How are you? Good morning, ladies. Doing great. Super excited to be here. I'm super glad. So how about you tell us why are you excited? What drew you to want to do this podcast with us? Um, So I just published my autobiography called Finally Free, and um, the next process is for me to get my name out there. I'm going to do speaking events, and so I was looking at different podcasts, and I came across yours, and I was like, oh, I like these ladies. They're just two ladies having a conversation. This is going to be great for my first podcast. Uh, Well, welcome to your first podcast. We're going to try to make it the best experience possible for you. So how about you kick us off? Tell us who is Carol Fouts, what do you do, why do you do that, and how can our listening audience connect with you? Okay, so um, like I said, I just published a book. I've been wanting to write a book pretty much my whole life. Um, and now, you know, when you turn 50, it's like we can do all those things that we thought about doing. And um, so when I was living in Hawaii last year, I thought, well, this is a good time. And so I started writing 
finished it here in Texas. And then while I was in Hawaii, I went to a comedy show, and they weren't really that funny. And I thought, well, I could do that. And so I ended up doing the next comedy show there, and I won. And so I was like, okay, now I'm a comedian and I'm an author. Cool. And uh, so, you know, um, how I got there, um, gosh. So I think the best way to talk about that is um, I'd watch what other people do, whether it's good or bad, and then I do the same. I try, you know, I find humor and tragedies and always having a smile on my face. I remember when I was younger, I was in my room, and my mom was like, what are you doing? And I go, I'm just trying to be depressed. You know, I just really don't know how to do that. And so when things happen to me, I always take it as a growing experience. I, my work history, I worked in corrections for juveniles. I worked in social work and vocational rehabilitation. So I have this passion for working with youth. You know, and my education is um, a bachelor's in education and a master's in school counseling. And I didn't, I wasn't able to pass the math on these state exams that are, you know, so important. (laughs) And uh, so I ended up in jobs that had to do with those things, but not directly because I couldn't get the certification part. And so, Hmm. you know, just through my life, it just seems like, you know, that whole one door closes, a window opens kind of thing. So I generally just Hmm. jump out the window and see where I land. I love it. Do you run a... Do you run a program? Do you have a, a program that people can connect to? Do you, have a, do you have a thing or are you just really trying to get your story out? So right now I'm um, connecting with different schools to talk with students, high school level, um, just talk about whatever that school is having trouble with. Because, you know, by age 50 we've already been through it all. And yes, so I'd ma'am. like to just do that. I'd like, I mean, I could go into businesses and how we communicate with each, with each other. Communication is key. I think that listening is the most important part of communication. And so I'm really just trying to grow at this point. Um, I am, I was just hired with vocational rehabilitation here in Texas. So I will have a working for the man job. And so I'm trying to do both things simultaneously. All right. Well, good luck to you in all of that. Thank you. So how, how can people reach out to you? How can they connect with your book? When does it publish? Okay, so it was published last month, and I have a website. It's called finallyfreebook.com. So that's F-I-N-A-L-L-Y-F-R-E-E-B-O-O-K.com. Okay. And I'm also on Instagram. So that's at Carol Fouts underscore author. And, of course, right. Facebook. <laughs> okay. Right. Girl 44. Yeah, I think people could probably find me pretty easy on Facebook. Okay. Very good. Thanks for connecting there. Kath? Thank you. Where did, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I think it's pretty cool that you stepped in a comedy show. <laughs> what? I said, I think it's pretty cool that you stepped in the comedy show. Yeah, it's funny. They handed me a list of things I couldn't talk about. And, you know, I was born in the age with Richard Pryor, and you could pretty much say anything. So I was looking through the list, and I was like, geez, what's there left to talk about except for family and alcoholics? You know? (laughs) 
Because alcoholics, we're not sensitive until we get sober, and then we're crying and apologizing for every single thing we've ever done. Dude, the crying never stops, just for the record. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Since almost 16 years, I still cry. I cry all the time. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just yeah, cry. once I... Um, once, um, I think that's part of the big part of my story, you know, is just is trying to maneuver through life with alcoholic family and trying to be a different kind of alcoholic than my mother was and trying to be a responsible parent as a single mom and how I kind of maneuvered through those challenges. And then once you get sober, then it's not as hard to work, you know. It's like, oh, this could have been a lot easier, but you never get to go back. You always got to go forward. Yeah. Well, now I want to read the book. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you guys a copy. I'll get I'll get your physical address after. Beautiful. So let's take this in kind of a different direction here. On your journey throughout all the people you've met, all the, the experiences that you've had, have you developed a definition for the word hero? And is there someone in your life that you would give that honor to? You know, hero to me has always been standing up for the underdog and showing up for those that can't show up for themselves. Um, I basically have three. And first would be my grandmother who taught me that if you, don't, if you have to put it on a credit card, you don't need it. And so I've never been in debt because of that, you know. And my second would be my mom. She taught me love and compassion and to take chances and have fun. She also taught me work, work ethic. Through her mistakes, I learned how to be a better parent. And third would, all, of course, be my daughter. But she allows me to, you know, use what I've learned and trusted and guide her throughout her life. And um, for a while there, she, you know, I didn't have a testimony anymore. God and I kind of borrowed hers for a long time and she just shows me myself and the good things I've done and who I can be and she's strong and has great worth ethic and is of course a wonderful mom and wife so those are my heroes sorry I didn't just have one <laughs> no that's okay I think that is another thing that this podcast has done for me is changed my immediate thought of hero, right? I have a seven-year-old son, and he is addicted to Marvel, loves Marvel. Mm. So Captain America and Thor, we got all the things. And I think until he started doing this podcast, you know, because when people say, well, what's your definition of hero? People always think guy in the cape or... Mm -hmm. You know, something like that. And what we've discovered is that a lot of times their mothers, fathers, grandparents, sons, daughters, you know, co-workers. So it's super cool. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that's I awesome. hope they know that you thank feel you. that way about them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And thank you for sharing that. That's cute. Marbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I've learned the same thing through all this about the real concept that people have of hero when they are so many times, like 99% of the time, these ordinary people that just come alongside you and they teach you something or they show you something or they model something for you 
it changes how you manage the world, you know, or, or moves you forward or changes your path. And I just, it's beautiful to hear the stories. I love it. I love it. You know, it's okay, funny, so what, Stacey, Stacey, it's funny when you actually, I had something written down on what a hero was, you know, but when you first asked me, my first thought was you guys doing this podcast, and I'm not even kidding you, so I'm kind of thinking that we're all kind of heroes. Oh, what a kind thing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's really sweet. Thank I you for, for seeing it that way. Yeah, for that perception. I love that. Yeah. What an honor. What an honor. Okay, so let's go a little deeper. You've traveled quite a journey to get to where you are today, this lady that stands with space provided for people to just get better and to understand and to, to move forward. So in that journey for you, in that quest from there to here, what's the last lesson that you've learned that you think everybody ought to get to know? Life lesson. We are never done growing or changing. There are many bottoms and there are many highest of highs. So let's enjoy them all. Oh, I like that. We're never done growing or changing. How did you come to that realization? Just getting to this point, you know, without growth and change, we'd still stay the same. We'd stay in those spots where there's pain and suffering. You know, we have to evolve. We have to change. We have to face fears. The tagline on my book is let fear take you to your next adventure. You know, we don't want to let fear keep us stagnant. We've talked on this podcast over and over and over about the power of fear. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that power, the, the power that it has over people to keep them from moving forward or changing or morphing at all. So, you know, I went, we, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I went to uh, Joe Rogan's comedy show last night to offer him my book. <laughs> and he totally, you know, tore me apart. And it was during a Q&A, and I'm at a comedy show, so I kind of know, you know, that's expected, but I was terrified. And then once it happened, you know, you're embarrassed. And then I'm like, holy crap, he actually said my book like three times. <laughs> you know, and then you find the positive of it. So, you know, through that fear, I, you know, you show up, it's going to be uncomfortable, and doing this podcast, I, because I talk to you prior and hear your voice, it's just, it's nice to just know that there's people that are truly kind, and we have to show that to all people in all situations. Mm. Kindness is so important. So important. Cassie, where does uh, you're never done growing and changing take you? No, I think... I think once you once you realize that you don't ever stop learning, right? You don't ever stop growing. It's more possible for you to make attainable goals. Yes, right. Because I think some of the limits people put on themselves are because of what they know now, not what they could learn, right? So it it obstacles in your way and that aren't that aren't necessary, right? So I love the whole 
jump and see where you land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> right. Kathy made a pretty profound statement on a podcast a couple of days ago. She said, you know, you have to fail forward and be willing to suck at something new so you can learn. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, Stacey? What's the hardest thing you went through? You know, um, probably the hardest thing I've walked through in my, one of them. I mean, I've, we've got a couple, right? My, my father passing away four days before my daughter's wedding was pretty rough, mm. the way that that all turned out. Um, but and, and probably walking the path of recovery with my daughter because yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't just her recovery. We all had to recover. Our, our family had to get better, right? And, Absolutely. And I, I, think I realized that it's a recovery is not an individual issue. It's a group effort. It takes love and compassion and grace all around. And uh, everybody has to kind of own their side and figure out what to do next and to do different. To, to, yeah. So I think it was, it was the most amazingly enlightening um, respect producing, humbling, difficult, beautiful experience we walked through. Um, I, I know that the nice. joy and the blessings that we've seen on the other side far outweigh the, the trauma of getting there. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you're very welcome. Into have a lot of respect. have a lot of deep-seated, um, I don't even know if respect is big enough word. You know, sometimes there's a, there's a moment in your life when you need Webster to come up with a new word. Oh yeah, <laughs> this will yeah. be one of those times. Yeah, I need a I need there a new no word for the honor. To explain. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what that feels like to walk through the other side. So, you know, I think we've all you had know, our, think... our journeys to walk. Go ahead. Yes, yes. I think that you know the the most important transformation for me through the recovery process is letting people be where they're at and go through it you know, basically staying on my side of the street, that's been probably the hardest part because I truly always felt that if people just listen to me, their life will be better. (laughs) And it's it's actually not true because I thought of a situation where I thought I'd fix my my grandma's bathroom and she ended up falling because the things that she was used to leaning on in the dark weren't there anymore. So... Mm. You have to be really careful on, you know, letting people go through what they need to go through and the time they need to go through it and just staying on your side, focusing on yourself. Because generally it's something that I need to work on and I'm just trying to put it on somebody else to fix them because there's something that I need to fix. I'm not trying to make this a recovery segment. I'm not sure why I'm going that direction. (laughs) It's okay. It's perfectly okay. It's part of your story, you know, and it's part of how you got to be the lady that you are today. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, I've told multiple people that have asked me for advice since I've been in treatment that, you know, I'll give them my advice, but my ideas landed me in rehab, so they had to take that for what they would. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's great. (laughs) Something, too, I think that why my childhood looked so so good to me, and because when I was writing the book, I was like, wow, there's been some really bad things, but I was always journaling. I I was always writing it down. And there's something so powerful and therapeutic of writing it. I write it down, and then I just go out and play. Mm. You know, so I continue to journal through my life. And so I think that would, could really help people that might be struggling to, you know, just write some, some stuff down and share it with somebody else. 
Gravy bus. Gravy bus. I like that. Okay, so so let's take it. Go ahead, Cass. Well, I was going to say, so let's take it in a totally different direction. (laughs) It's not totally different. (laughs) But throughout all of your learning experiences, is there a specific life lesson that you think our audience should know? I think we got, I think we got, I think, I think you covered your life lesson, yeah? And, uh, well, we'll never I, stop growing. Yeah, yeah. Please. Oh, no, and we did that already. Oh, See how she's not so even so paying attention to me. No, I was totally paying attention, <laughs> and I was like, got on the whole rehab thing, and I was like, okay, let's talk about a life lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, that wasn't a life lesson. Maybe, you know what, maybe you have one. Maybe you have one that um, came up for you. Go ahead. This is about Happy. you, girlfriend, not me. <laughs> no, no. No, what life lesson came to your mind? What life lesson came to my mind? You know, we learned that we, we interviewed a lady the other day, and she said, people without vision perish. Ooh. Right? And it stuck with That's me. That's intense. I'd like, go to one. <laughs> that That's intense. intense. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's probably the that that's the one I've I've gotten for the week so far. Thank you, that was awesome. Yeah, but it's right along the same lines, right? People that stop growing, stop learning. You know, it's all all connected. So pretty cool, right? Love it. Okay, yep. so let's take this one more direction. Out to left field. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take this our final direction, ladies. As you look okay. at, let's, let's turn you around. Let's put you on the pedestal, Ms. Carol. Let's help you recognize that you probably stand as a hero to more people in a day than you recognize. I would, I would bet if you had a conversation, your mom and your daughter probably see you the same way as a hero in their life. So thank you for what you do, for the service you provide, and for the people that you help along the way. I will say thank you for them to you. But with that in place and you standing on the pedestal with your very own superhero cape attached, what does your T-shirt say? What's your one-liner of wisdom to the world? Oh, show me your soul. Oh, I like that. Delve into that for us, show me your soul. (laughs) That's equally as deep. Yeah, I think that, you know, I was, I was trying to imagine, like, if somebody was wearing a T-shirt that said something, what would I want to see? And I thought of looking into somebody's eyes, and they say that's the window to the soul. And so that's where that came from. By the way, I appreciate you having me be able to sit and ponder some things, you know, that were really beneficial. Well, good. You know, I think that's what we want. And I just love Show Me Your Soul. I think that's beautiful. The other cool thing that we've realized and that we've done on this podcast, you are going to be episode, I don't know, 298, right? Almost at 300. And wow. 200 times, 200 times we've asked this question about the T-shirt. What's your one-line statement of wisdom? Did you know we have 200 completely different statements 
Not one person has repeated someone else. That's awesome. <laughs> it's the coolest thing ever. I told my daughter over and over, if I had a t- closet full of these T-shirts, I could walk in every day, pick one, and come out and go, yes! I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready. It's just I would have a whole closet of power, my own superhero wardrobe. <laughs> that is beautiful. so awesome. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You guys okay. T-shirts too? We do. Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, you'll... Yeah, we do. Ha! So thank you so much. I'm going to say we're getting into this place later where we're going to have to wind this down because we're going to, with respect Sounds to you, good. Carol, as our guest, and with respect to our audience, um, we want to keep within our time frame. So I personally would like to start by saying thank you, Carol, for your time today, for your wisdom, for your knowledge, and those beautiful bumper stickers and wisdom that you laid out. i got a whole page of notes. I love it. <laughs> Um, I'm honored by what you do. Kathy and I are both speakers, coaches, and trainers by trade. If we can ever help you in some way, assist you in what you do, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today? With a challenge. I mean, I feel like part part of the ongoing theme for this episode has been learning, right? So my my challenge for our audience is to learn something new today. Anything. I don't care if it is a different way to blow bubbles. Just anything. <laughs> it will enrich your life. That's awesome. Beautiful. Carol, we'd be honored if you would take the stage first and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today? Dearest audience, continue to listen to these amazing ladies. They will continue to help us grow and discover new things about all people. And I really appreciate the time with you guys, and I hope to get to talk to you again. Uh, we, will, we will talk again in the future. Carol, you have a beautiful day, and thank you again. Thank you.